Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 1 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 19 is entitled Conscience. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines conscience as a sense of consciousness of the moral goodness or blameworthiness of one's own conduct, intentions, or character together with the feeling of obligation to do right or be good, conformity to what one considers to be correct, right, or morally good, sensitive regard for fairness or justice. The primary questions raised about conscience are 1. Where does conscience come from? 2. Is conscience an accurate indicator of what is right and what is wrong? Three. Does everyone have a conscience? 4. Can following conscience lead us to heaven? 5. Is conscience always right? 6. Should we always listen to our conscience? 7. Can Satan use our conscience to direct us to do evil? 8. Can conscience be killed? 9. Is conscience equal in everyone? Ten. Is conscience necessary? I am not going to attempt to answer all those questions. However, in the podcast, I do hope to present some guidelines that allow one to answer those questions for himself. In our world, so filled with confusion, turmoil, and jangling voices, it is essential that we understand conscience. The dictionary definition above is enlightening, but highly inadequate, and does not reflect a full understanding of conscience. First of all, let me list an assumption that many Christians share. Everything good comes from God. Everything evil comes from Satan. That leads to an important question. Can Satan use conscience for his evil purposes? Evidence indicates that the answer is yes. For example, how many horrors have been done by man in the name of religion? How many have served Satan when they thought they were serving God? Even in modern times, many acts of terrorism are done by those who think they are doing God's will. In this podcast, I want to build a definition of conscience that goes beyond the dictionary definition. Let me begin by saying that Conscience is not an indicator of what is right and what is wrong. Conscience is an indicator of one's perceptions of right and wrong. That leads to an obvious conclusion based on the previous assumption that everything good comes from God and everything evil comes from Satan. The conclusion is this, which we will add to our definition. When conscience is influenced by the Spirit of God, it leads to good. When conscience is influenced by the Spirit of the devil, it leads to evil. The definition of agency is the ability to discern between good and evil. That means that to have agency, we must have a say in how we govern our conscience. It begs the question, 
If we have no say over our conscience, then it would follow that we would have no say over what we consider to be good and what we consider to be evil. That leads to the inevitable paradox that Christians wrestle with. To understand the paradox, we must understand a second assumption that many Christians also share. Good comes from God. God is absolute. Therefore, good is absolute and uncompromising. That leads to a second conclusion about conscience that must be true if agency is to be preserved. The second conclusion is this. If we want our conscience to always lead us to right, then we must first know what is right. In other words, to have a good conscience, the primary quest of any Christian is to search for truth as taught by the true prophets of God. Agency is preserved because we decide the values that educate our conscience. If we draw our values from the Word of God, then our conscience will lead us to God. If we draw our values from the world, then our conscience will lead us to follow the ways of the world. It is a choice. Conscience can lead us to heaven or to hell, dependent upon the desires of our heart. Otherwise, we would have no agency. When we consider the mysteries of God, we should never discard agency. God protects our agency, even if it leads to our undoing. Otherwise, how could he fairly judge us by our works? The only way to a healthy conscience is to seek truth. Conscience is not the word of God. The Apostle Paul said, 1 Corinthians 10.30 Conscience, I say, not thine own, but of the other. For why is my liberty judged of another man's conscience? Paul also said, 1 Timothy 4.1-2 Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Evolutionists claim that conscience evolved to protect society. Some evolutionists think that conscience is a bad thing and should be discarded. Christians claim that conscience is a gift of God, created in all mankind to bring us back to God. Barring mental illness, everyone has a conscience, but not everyone has the same conscience. The primary question Christians should ask is, Is my conscience directed by the Word of God and the Spirit of Truth, or is my conscience seared with a hot iron? Many have had their tongue seared with a hot drink so that they cannot taste, or their fingers seared with a hot iron so that they cannot feel. So it is with conscience. The Holy Ghost speaks in a still, small voice. It is easily shouted down. In this melting world, molded by agency, conscience does not teach us the difference between good and evil. Conscience is a product of our perceptions of good and evil. In chapter 5, Isaiah said, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness that put bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter. If we call good evil, then our conscience will remain quiet while we condemn the good. If we call evil good, then our conscience will sleep while we do evil. That is what Paul meant when he said, 
conscience is seared with a hot iron. In this way, conscience relates to our desires. If we desire evil, then, because of the fear of conscience, we will find a way to call evil good. In that way, Satan blinds us to truth and leads us trippingly down to hell. However, what is so pliable in our temporal state will not be so compliant in the eternal state to come. There, the all-seeing eye of justice that penetrates all lies, dismisses all juggling, and forbids all wrangling will strip conscience of all fleshy confusions and leave it lying naked, and we will be confronted with all our faults. Not a jot will be overlooked as we gaze in horror at that which so easily could have been repented of on earth. Conscience follows us beyond the grave and becomes our heaven or our hell. Some Christians become embroiled in controversy about the nature of hell. Is it a burning conscience or a literal lake of fire and brimstone? I hold that it is a burning conscience, but what does it matter if the effects are the same? Those who hold that it is a literal fire create a strong image that exactly describes hell. Simply imagine standing before God with a full consciousness of all your guilt. I suppose that would be much like a lake of fire and brimstone. That is when we would like to call the rocks down to hide us from his face. On earth, conscience is muddied by many confusions, as the scriptures say. Joel 3.14 Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision, for the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. In the afterlife, all pretenses will be dropped. There will be total clarity, and in the face of justice, truth will be naked with no jangling, no ambiguity, no rationalization, and no confusion. Conscience will have nowhere to hide. Because of justice, we will be judged by our desires, for on earth it is desire, not God, that governs conscience, else agency is lost. Because of mercy, we will be rewarded for our works. God governs truth. We govern conscience. Otherwise, how can we exercise true repentance? On earth, repentance is a choice that is always available. But when the time for repentance is past, then conscience falls entirely under the power of justice. And what before we so proudly silenced will turn like a roaring tiger and devour us. A steady diet of truth is the only thing that can create a healthy conscience or heal a bad conscience. Truth alone gives conscience the power to provoke us to repentance. If we call good evil, then we will have no desire to do good. If we call evil good, then we will have a desire to do evil and never seek repentance. That is what is known as the change of hell. If Satan can blind us to truth, then he has power over our conscience. Like an ill-bred dog, it growls at everything and warns us of nothing. Hell is an awakened conscience stripped of all pretensions. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.